go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, huh? You know, for for the most part, everybody knows that I'm pretty much open. Um, I share things about my family all the time. You know, some things I, I keep, you know, some things we keep in-house. It's a lot of stuff that y'all don't know because I shouldn't have to share everything. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of things that I'm cool with opening up and, and sharing and things like that. And some stuff, you know, you never know who needs to hear it, right? Um, so, you know, I, I, I notice stuff. Sometimes I notice stuff right then and there when it happens. And sometimes it takes a while for me to, you know, sometimes it takes a while for it to come around, but you know, it's, it's been this thing lingering over our head for a while. When I say our head, I mean, I'm talking about me and the wife, you know, the immediate family in the house, <clears throat> And that's, um, you know, but we've been living every, you know, living day to day. Everything has been, you know, Gucci outside of what's been bothering us, like the elephant in the room, so to speak. And that is, you know, I can tell, I can sense, like, I know my wife. You know how, you you know, your, your girl or your boyfriend, your husband or your, your wife, your spouse or whatever the case may be, like, like they know you. They they know when your mood change, they know when you when you're feeling down, they know when something is up, you know when when and that's if they pay attention to you, you know, and I pay attention to my wife all the time because I know her moods, and so for the past I would say for the past maybe week and a half, two weeks, probably, you know, my wife has been a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say, not necessarily like snappy. I wouldn't say snappy, you know, but it's more a little tight, you know, a little tense or whatever. And, you know, being when you're married and you have kids, there's going to be times, unless you're, unless certain situations are different, you know. But in some cases, you're going to be in a situation where, you just you're looking for that moment. You're looking for those dating nights. You're looking for that personal time, that quality time, that QT time with the wife and things like that, because our kids is our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like everything what they do is is a priority. You know, my son plays traveling basketball. So every other weekend, if not every weekend, he has a tournament. On top of that, it's it's other things, it's other activities that he's in that we have to get him to and we have to attend. And and Bailey is nonstop. You got to watch her. You know, she just demands attention, you know, uh, when she wants it. Busy, you know, just, just busy, just busy. So... It'll get to that point where you just need some time together without the kids. 
But at the same time, I know I've mentioned this before in another episode or two, that we literally have separation anxiety. So to me, don't get me wrong, I would love to go chill with the fellas and stuff like that, but not too long, you know? Like if I go kick it with the fellas, we go on a Vegas trip, you know, the max I'm going to be going is a day and a half, maybe two days in Vegas. You know, same thing with the wife. I think the longest she's been away from us, it's been more than two days, but that was like a girl's trip, but she was already ready to come back, like, you know, after a couple of days. So we got this thing where when we're together, it's... We're the we're the fantastic four. That's what we call each other. You know, the fantastic four. At least that's the nickname that I came up with. Um, and it's times where you know where you just see each other every day. You get tired of each other, and you just like, ugh, you want to get away. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we know we don't want to be away from each other. We don't want to be separated from each other because. That's the type of family we have. We're the crew. Even though my son might be up up in his room playing Fortnite for, you know, 36 hours straight. And I might drift off and go downstairs and watch a movie or, you know, some Lakers or some football games or something like that. And the wife might stay upstairs. But for the most part, we always come back together. You know, Bailey goes back and forth from upstairs and downstairs. So she does what she want to do. But for the most part, eventually, we all going to click up a whole lot of gang shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that that's just giving you a little insight on just how how we jail, how close we are. You know, we don't see ourselves being separated from each other for too long, you know? We've even, you know, thought about, you know, some future traveling plans without the kids. But it's like, it's difficult. Just to think of it as like, we know we need to go. We know we need to do this. But at the same time, it's like, I'm already waiting to get back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait to get back to the kids. And I haven't even went on a goddamn vacation yet. Now, getting back to um, what I was talking about earlier, like, I know my wife. You know, when she when there's a lot of when there's some tension or her mood swings or something like that, I know her. And this is the thing. She it's not like she's been hiding it from me or anything like that. It's just that I think she's been trying to be a little bit stronger than what she was prior to the date coming. So this Friday, which actually will be tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, Bailey has to go into uh, surgery, um, orthodontist, you know, but it's going to be at Kaiser Hospital. So this has been, we've been knowing this for almost, uh, almost a year, almost a year. And, you know, she has a rare condition with her teeth <clears throat> and they're very, they're very sensitive. Um, I, I remember, you know, the, my wife telling me that the doctor said, you can go get another random kid off the street, pile a, a big old pile of sugar on their teeth and let it sit there. And it still won't have the same effect that it would have on Bailey's teeth. 
Um, you know, we started we started her out with regular milk, and the reason why I stopped giving her regular milk, and we agreed to get, stop giving her regular milk, is because she would throw it up uh, in the car during the car rides. Um, so we thought that she may have been allergic to it or it was just too strong for her stomach. So we switched it to uh, almond milk, almond milk and soy milk. And she adapted to it and she liked it, but it was still had a lot of sugar in it and it ate away at her teeth. So then, uh, we switched from that to 2% and she adjusted to that and she likes it. When we went to the dentist the first time, um, you know, they, they talked about putting her to sleep and we said, absolutely not. We didn't want to do that at all. Um, anesthesia, that's what I'm talking about. And, but you know, the reason why they came up with that is because she's too young to sit still. And I, of course she's only two, you know, at the time, well, she's three now. She just turned three on the 5th of December. But at the time, she's two, and it's like a two-year a two-year-old is not about to sit still in no goddamn dentist chair and let you, you know, pick away and move, you know, all this stuff. And she's frightened the whole nine, and I don't want her to get, I don't want her to have that that wrong experience to where she gets traumatized and things like that. You know, we tried the whole Benadryl halfway there. Uh, she wasn't having it. She wasn't having. It. She's a strong little thing. You know what I mean? So, the first attempt was earlier this year where they, you know, they gave her a shot. And let me tell you, man, um, just had me stressing out, man. You know, my wife was crying. I was crying. You know, I don't like to see that, you know. So, to give you an example, like, they give you, they give your child a shot and then, you know, like, the eyes start to daze off and stuff like that. It's like... It's like they're not here or whatever. And it wasn't a good thing that for me to see, even in the beginning process. Like, it scared the shit out of me, you know. And I just broke down. Like, I was weak. Um, but as time went on, you know, they started the procedure. And I remember the, the anesthesiologist doctor was saying that, you know, he's very cautious. So anything that pops up, if he sees any, you know, anything that's wrong, that he was going to stop the procedure, which he did, which sent us into a panic because for them to stop it means that they found something wrong. And, you know, my wife jumped to conclusions and she wanted to know if she was all right. As, and rightfully so. You know, Bailey ended up waking up and uh, the wake up process is bad. You know what I'm saying? She's moving her head. Like, you really have to hold her down because she's just moving because she's trying to wake up out of it. She's foggy, this, that, and the third. And it takes a solid minute for her, you know, a cool minute for her to just come to and recognize, like, what's going on. Um, And that wasn't good. You know, that wasn't good. And you can just imagine if I broke down how my wife felt. So now they said... He said that uh, we're going to stop the procedure, and the thing is we will, we can continue it, but I don't feel comfortable doing it here. I feel comfortable with uh, it being done inside of a hospital where they have the proper equipment and things like that to monitor her breathing. Cool. So they put her on the list for Kaiser, and we waited, and we waited, and her name was going up. And we knew, we, we knew 
that her name would eventually be number one on the list somewhere around her birthday. Lo and behold, her birthday was a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it just so happened that the procedure is now going to take place two days before my birthday, a couple of days before Christmas, right? Um, you know, last week was rough. This week is going to be even more rough. Um, and last week, I just remember, <clears throat> I just remember, um, I was at home and I think it was a Thursday cause I know I was at home. And I remember I'm downstairs with Bailey, you know, and Case upstairs. I think he was doing his homework or whatever. And and my wife, me and my wife will talk throughout the day. You know, when I'm off and she's at work, we will talk throughout the day. She'll call or something like that, or maybe I'll call her or whatever the case may be. And we'll check in, talk, things like that. And I remember her calling, and it was around the time where, uh, but she, she was going to be running late. But... I remember she called, and then before I could pick up, the phone hung up. So I'm assuming that, um, not she. I'm, I'm not assuming that she called by accident. I'm assuming that it, it must have lost connection or something like that, or maybe she wanted to call but work got in, you know, got involved or whatever, and she couldn't call back. So I gave it a few minutes. I didn't get no call back. Gave it another couple of minutes. Didn't get no call back. And so I say, all right, well, let me call her then. So I called her, and then soon as she um, answered, I could just hear her, like, boo-hooing. And I'm like, yo, what happened? You know, the first thing I could think of, I'm like, man, something happened in her family. You know, somebody passed away or something like that. I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Not this. And, you know, when my wife cries, it's probably one of the worst things that I could hear because it's like, I ain't going to even lie. As her husband, I don't always have the answers. I don't. I'm still learning, <laughs> you know. And, you know, and we're and we're built different. Although I, I have, I've become, over the years, I've become a little bit softer. You know, even prior to Bailey being born, I've just become a little bit softer. But having a daughter you know, will make you soft in general, you know, or just having kids for that fact, you know, I just became softer, you know, and, um, you know, she just said, you know, she, you know, it's work, but more, uh, more than just work, it was just, she was just scared about Bailey's procedure. And I'm, and the thing is, she didn't know earlier that week, that Tuesday, I mean, not that Tuesday, but that, I think either that Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, that Wednesday I was at work, she had called me, she said, you know, her anxiety is kicking in. She wasn't crying or anything like that, but she said her anxiety was kicking in, and it was bothering her about the procedure because it was the next week, which is this week, and, I, and I'm trying to, and I'm coming up with all these, this motivation and, and, and positive thinking and things like that, but what she didn't know was, I'm on the other end, weak. And I started to cry, but she didn't know. She didn't know at all. She didn't know at all. And then after we got off the phone, I started crying. I just sat in my car. I was at my client's house in the garage, and I was just crying in my car because I I know what she was talking about. Like she thought her anxiety was bad. I was already there. I was already there, and her anxiety historically is 
is pretty damn bad, you know. So you fast forward to today, you know, today, um, this is a Monday, but you know, this will be, this episode will be dropping on Thursday if you hear, if you hear it on this Thursday. But today, man, um, you know, I started thinking about it, you know, and, um, I, it, it set in again, you know, I got sad and I started crying again. My boy D Murph, shout out to D Murph, Why Not Sports, Flagrant 2 podcast. Um, D Murph down there in Houston, that's my guy, that's my podcast brother, that's a friend. Um, he always called to check up on me, you know, outside, outside of podcasting. You know, he'll just call, check up, would you whoop this? This time he actually did call about some podcast stuff, but that's okay because that's what we do. The grind is real. And, um, but what he didn't know is uh, he called he called right on time. And if I would have picked up, because he'll tell you, he called me, I'm sitting in the car, and I'm crying. And I'm crying. But the reason why I didn't answer the call is because I was on actually on uh, a business call. I was on a business call listening to this cat on the other line. I wasn't really talking. Um, and I couldn't And I couldn't talk because I had to get some business squared away. I'm sitting up here crying, man. And he called, and I texted him. I said, I'm going to call you right back. I'm going to call you right back. So when I called him, we started talking. We started chopping it up about some podcast stuff, things like that. Little did he know, man, I'm on the other end. I'm weak. I'm talking about I'm weak. You know what I'm saying? Tears coming down my eyes. And when I'm saying that I'm crying, crying, it's not like I'm boo-hooing. I'm not boo-hooing. But I'm sick. I'm sad. You know what I'm saying? The tears were still flowing down my face. And I'm laid down. I'm, sla- I'm just laid back in my seat. And, you know, I'm still talking. You know what I'm saying? And we getting things accomplished as far as the combo and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but I was just weak, man. I was just weak because <clears throat> I know the day comes. It's like, you know, they got to put my baby to sleep. <laughs> you know, that's what I say. They like they gotta put my baby under. And 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 she's three years old. And I'm scared, you know, and there's nothing I could do. You know, like if you wanna if if you really wanna strip a man, right, you you attack his family. Cause that's all I got. You know what I'm saying? And I've been trying my best to just be strong for everybody. But I can in this situation, you know what I'm saying? Because that's my baby girl, you know. And the some of the most joy that I get every day or every other day is her climbing up in my arms, her saying "Daddy," all kind of stuff. And I hate to think for the worst. And I we keep getting things like you know the doctor saying it's the safest thing. Don't worry and. This, that, and the third, and, you know, she's very healthy, and it don't matter, you know. It just doesn't matter. My wife already had, you know, she's already had, you know, a kidney stone removed uh, earlier this year, you know, and I didn't like that. So it's like, you know, when you know the history of the people that I lost in my life, it's not Gucci at all. And I hate and I don't want to go down that road. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just that when you when I just feel helpless. You know what I mean? Like, you know, 
and I keep telling I keep telling my wife, well, next thing you know, it'll be all over. You know what I'm saying? She'll be, you know, running around, this, that, and the third. And I keep looking forward in the positive way. But that doesn't mean it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna have some some I'm gonna have support there, you know, and I ask everybody, even whoever's listening, you know, if whatever God that you believe in, whatever your beliefs are, as long as it's positive, send out prayers or whatever you do, you know, prayers, um, acknowledge it, respect, whatever the case may be, I'll take it, you know, I'll take it. Um, yeah, she's a strong little monster, though, you know, I, I'm thinking nothing but positive things and, you know, like I said, it'll be all over. But it's something that had to be done because I didn't want it could it it it, it could get worse to where she can get an infection, and you know, a toothache. For look, for a three year old to get a toothache, I wouldn't be able to make it. You know, to put her in that type of pain, no. You know, and like I said, it was. It's nothing that we could have prevented because you just never know. You know, like I said, it's a rare case that she has with her teeth where they're extremely sensitive, you know. But now that we know, we're going to take care of it in the proper way when everything is done. Um, and I, I guess it's that anxiety and that, and that panic attack, we're just going to have to live with it, you know what I'm saying, for the next couple of days and the day of. Um yeah, so, like I said, I know, you know, I'm pretty much open with certain things and the certain things that I don't share, but I feel like this was important to talk about because, um, you know, you got to let it out, you know, you got to let it out. It's different when other people is hearing it and receiving it than when I'm just talking to myself in the car. <laughs> and I will. I talk to myself in a, in a, in a hot second, but, yeah, man. Um, Friday, early Friday morning, man, she'll um, she'll get the procedure done, and, and uh, she'll be all right. We'll make sure I post a picture or a video of her all happy and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so... Yeah, man, we just, you know, we all trying to figure out this thing called life. This shit crazy, you know. When you have kids, you get married. Like, the to think, like, you know, you, you, you're taking care of other human beings. Like, you're responsible for other human beings on this planet. Like, you know what I mean? The fact that, the fact that you have options to live a life that you want to live, to to attempt to live different type of lives, but you know in your heart that the right thing to do is to sit up there and take care of your family, love your family, you know what I'm saying? Like, create joy amongst your family. Boy, 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 boy. You know, like I said, we all try to understand this thing called life, man, every day. And I just hope everybody, I hope everybody understands that, um, you know, we got one life to live and and you got to make the best of it. Don't take it for granted because, you know, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you're just praying that the outcome is just positive, you know. <sighs> All right, man. Well, uh, I'll see y'all Friday. <laughs>